You can always link with me. Love hit me on IG. Hit me on Snapchat at IDJSwag2Gs, and we can get it popping. Don't forget, Just Swag TV, each and every Friday from 11 to 12 p.m., right here on K100 Radio. That can I, can I, yeah, man. When you think of K100 Radio, we got it on lock with classic hip hop and R&B. We taking you back in the day. Way back. 24-7 on your radio. LL Cool J. Ice Lauren Hill. No P-O-Double G. Dr. Dre. Jay-Z. Mary J. Fly. No Toys B.I.C. This is Q-Tip. K-100. Turn us up now. We are hip hop and RG. I mean RB. You already know. You already know. Every Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard, Jay Harris brings the hottest new music, the livest interviews, and the best indie artists to the A&R's choice. To submit music or to guest DJ, hit them at putmeonk100 at gmail.com. That's putmeonk100 at gmail.com. Yeah, I said it. Uh, 9340966. That is the number to dial into the show. All right. 
I'm just going to pin it over here on the Instagram live feed. So that's the number that you guys can dial into the show to holler at us over here at K100 Radio, all right? Um, if you guys were jamming when I first started off, that was C. Renee, uh, Love Spell. That was the name of that joint uh, that we uh, was uh, introing the, um, the show with. Uh, check her out, man. She's really dope. She's an independent artist. Of course, you know, that's our specialty. But for points of view, this is all about the, 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 the discussion. This is all about the discussion, all right? And so, I, again, I'm trying my best to move away, to move away from all of the talk about the coronavirus and quarantine and all that. But stuff just keeps happening, right? Stuff just keeps happening. So I've got some special guests that I'm going to have on the show tonight uh, that I'm going to have hopefully be able to go head up and debate with, right? Debate with each other. Um, first of all, let me check my line real quick. I think uh, Ms. Dia's on the line. I'm going to check her in real quick. Hold on a second. Let me see if this is her. Hey, yo, Ms. Dia. Hold on a second. Let me, let me turn hey. your mic on. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> all right, Thanks for having listen. me, brother. Yeah, for sure. Um, listen, first of all, uh, Miss D is going to be one of my guests that's going to be debating. I got my other homegirl. She's going to be hitting the line as soon as she hopes she hurry up and gets on the line uh, from South Florida, my homegirl, Tracy. And you guys are kind of like different personalities, so I hope the, uh, the debate side of this should be dope. But what we're going to be talking about when I bring you guys on and one of the topics that we're going to be talking about is, of course, you know, and I know you know, Dia, and I talked with you just a little bit about it. All right. Just real quick. Oh, I see Tracy's on the line, too. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me let me go ahead and bring Tracy on the line. Okay. Hey, yo, Tracy. Tracy. What's up? What's up? What's going on? All right. So I got Tracy and I got Dia on the line right now. Right. So these are my two Hi, ladies. Tracy. That I'm gonna... hey. hey. What's up? All right. So I know you guys don't know each other. I'm going to stop the music real quick. Now these young, now these young ladies don't know each other, right? But um, I know both of them, right? Um, I know Dee is a is a media professional. Tracy is also a hardworking woman, and I I think you guys are kind of at odds about you know the whole situation that we're going to talk about. Now, before I before I get all the way to my spiel and, and my introduction, what we're going to be talking about tonight on this segment of points of view is first of all, they're reopening everything back up, or they're trying to in certain parts reopen the economy. So one thing over here in Georgia, we're broadcasting live from Atlanta, Georgia, and our governor, who I don't agree with, I don't agree with this, he decided to open up nail salons, barbershops, tattoos, all kind of little petty shit like that, right? He decided to open these, these, these places back up. And so a lot of people, we've already seen from some people posting it on live and just talking about it, people are going back to nail salons and, 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 and barbershops and stuff like that. So one of, the, one of the discussions that I wanted to focus on was the nail salons, but I wanted to have women's points of view from it because I don't get my nails and hair done. I go to the barbershop every now and again, but I can line my own stuff up at home and all that. I go to the barbershop sometimes too, but I'm not, I don't go to the barbershop every week. Women, the hair, the nails, you know that's a serious situation and topic, right? So I got Tracy representing South Florida, West Palm in the building. I got Dia representing the D in the building. All right. You know what Listen, so I got these two ladies. Now we're going to talk about one, two things. A, B, should we be opening these establishments back up? And underlying issue that I want my women to be able to chime in. 347-934-0966. The underlying issue is the fact that black women spend a lot of revenue. We're talking billions of dollars a year going to get their nails done, buying beauty supplies from Asian-owned salons, right? So can we have sort of a renaissance? We're going to open it all back up. 
Is there a possibility to have some kind of renaissance to where we're starting to support more black-owned nail salons and black-owned barbershop, uh, uh, beauty supply stores? Or is it going to go back to the status quo? And how do you even feel about black women going to nail salons, spending money, spending a large amount of revenue from our communities with Asians? And on top of that, we've got several reports that the level of discrimination that Africans, even though we know black people in America and and, and Africans are somewhat different. We're, we come from the same genealogy, but we live different lives over here as opposed to over there. There are black people that are facing discrimination issues over in China right now to the point where McDonald's got to make an apology on behalf of their company because Chinese people over there are kicking black people out because the coronavirus is starting to flare back up in China, and they're blaming it all on African immigrants. So now Africans and people of color are facing a backlash of racism over in China right now. Of course, China denies it, but we know how China get down. All right, so we're going to wrap all of that up in a nice little bowl for y'all. We're going to chop it up. We're going to let Tracy and uh, Ms. Dia kind of go back and forth about it. Now, before I start the debate, I want to be clear. Tracy, you are on the side of going to get your nails and your hair done ASAP as soon as they open up, or do you like going to uh, Asian-owned nail shops? Do you even care? First of all, I want to get your point of view and then I'll get deals, and then we can start the debate. Go ahead. Okay, first of all, I'm not with running out there to get my nails done. My nails are not worth me dying over. Nobody's going to see me because I'm home anyway, so I don't see what the big deal is to run out there and get your nails done. Now, the feet, that's different, but I still, it's not worth dying over. That's my whole, how I weigh everything. Is it worth me dying over? then that's how I weigh it. Now, as far as going to the Asian salons versus going to black-owned salons, when I have um, patronized black-owned salons, I was there all day. Asian salons, they get me in and out. Sometimes they have somebody doing my hands while they're doing my feet, and the lady coming over there doing my eyebrows. They trying to get those people out of there, and I'm not the person that wants to sit in there all day. And right. you just want me to cut it out there because, you know, I can go on and on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to bring you back, all right? Okay. And, Dio, yes. just give me a quick, a quick overview of how you feel about it, Dio. Same way right now. There's nothing that important that's worth dying for, especially not when it comes to something as, as vain as, you know, I'm thinking our hair and our nails done. So, no, I am not at all for it. I think it's highly disrespectful. I do believe that him opening those up is, uh, um, I, I believe that is uh, an attack on our people a little bit more. Not saying that white folks or other people don't go get their hair and nails done, but they know good and well like black folks gonna be running to those, you know what I'm saying, to the nail salon, to the beauty salon and stuff. So no, I'm not for it at all. I'm offended by it. And um, yeah, that's, all that's right. how I feel. All right. So now. We're gonna we got we got we got we got Dia representing Detroit, Trees representing West Palm. These guys are gonna go head up and try to make as many points as they possibly can, right? And so whenever we do this on, let me start my background music back up real quick. All right, so whenever we do this on points of view, right? I'm a I'm a I'm a cut to the scene. These ladies, that's Dia. All right, if you're looking over there on the Facebook live feed, you can see Dia, you can see Tracy. All right, that's Dia, that's Tracy over there. All right, so whenever I come back. I'm gonna open up. I'm gonna open it back up. I'm gonna talk to him. And what we're gonna try to do is, Dia's gonna try to get as many points as she possibly can in to her side of the argument, her point of view. And also, Tracy is. I'm gonna tally them up. You guys can call in and support who you feel like has the most valid points. Four seven nine three four zero nine six six. That is the number to dial into the show. All right. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. 
That is the number to dial into the show. We also got another call on the line. And hold on, let me check in and see what this is real quick. Area code 404-916. What's up? Who is this? This is Nubia Soul Goddess. Oh, Nubia Soul Goddess. What's going on, Nubia? Listen, Nubia, I'm going to come to your phone line in a minute. Let me go ahead and set the show off. I'm going to get this debate going. Please don't hang up. Can you be patient with me? About five or ten minutes? Sure. Yeah, sure. All All right, stand by. All right, listen. 347-934-0966. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. That is the number to dial to the show. The phone lines are open. I'm gonna go ahead and switch to the um, <clears throat> the phone screen. The number is pinned up over here on the Instagram live feed. On Facebook live, you can definitely see the number right there, right now. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. I love the fact that you guys are checking in over there on the Facebook live feed. But I really want you guys to be able to call in. All right, let me know whether or not you agree, and whenever you feel like Tracy makes a really dope valid point or Dia makes a dope valid point. All right, and I'm going to tally it up as we go. All right, so that's kind of how the uh, uh, points of view work. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they may even agree on some things. It's okay. It's cool. It's no problem, all right? But we want to see who's got the most valid points and who can really drive it home. This is a, it's kind of sort of a, a debate slash talk show slash game show type situation. You guys ready? Okay, let's go. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. And like I said on this one, I'm going to try to talk as least as possible once these ladies get to rolling. Because I ain't going to get my hair or my nails did. All you metrosexual Negroes out there, y'all can have it, fam. Not me. That's not what I do. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) shout out to everybody that's watching right now on the Facebook Live. I appreciate that. Somebody, oh, somebody over there looking at the, uh, (laughs) they over there looking at the pictures, talking about who cute. I got Tracy and Dia's video loop over there on the screen if you're not watching on the show again oh by the way shout out to everybody that's uh listening to us live right now at k100radio.com or anybody that may be listening to us on a tune in app or on our mobile app i appreciate you guys thank you very much we know everybody's gonna have a chance to be able to sit down and really watch the videos when they're live of course you know if you miss any parts of this segment you can of course catch them on our podcast on Spotify, also on SoundCloud, or our YouTube channel. Just subscribe and follow each one of those platforms, and you can find the, uh, the uh, replays of Points of View if you want to watch it on YouTube or just listen to it podcast style via our Spotify podcast or over there uh, on SoundCloud, all right? So let's go ahead and get into it. Now, I want to be able to, I want to make sure that I, I um, set a little bit of context, all right? So like I told you guys earlier, all right, here's the thing. I told you guys earlier, right? There was some, there was some discrimination with 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 people of color over in China, right? So I'm just going to play a quick news clip and let you guys understand exactly what's going on when we're talking about the context of black women going to get their hair and nails did. Now there's going to be some women that are going to chime in on the on the social media feeds and live feeds saying they don't fool with them at all. They're going to be, they're going to be women chiming in saying I don't give a damn. I'm going to whoever do my nails the best for the cheapest price. Wherever you stand on it, please leave your feedback. But I want to show you guys just a snippet in case you missed this news about what some of us as black people, and we're not, they're mostly Africans, but still people of color are going through over in China. China is kicking people out of restaurants and hotels and really trying to kick them out of the country because they, they think now that we all know that people of color can obviously get the virus over here in America, it's actually more of us that are dying from the coronavirus. So people over there in China starting to discriminate against people of color thinking that we the ones we the reason why they can't get rid of the virus even though it all started in china all right check this news story out real quick city leaders in southern china are denying allegations of coronavirus racism insisting that foreigners are not being discriminated against africans living in guangzhou 
so that they're being kicked out of their homes and face harassment as health workers step up testing for imported infections. The African Union, Nigeria and Ghana are calling on the Chinese government to address concerns. Professor Keith Richberg is the director of the Journalism and Media Studies Center at the University of Hong Kong. He says there has been discrimination against Africans living in China for some time now. Ever since Xi Jinping announced that the virus was essentially contained in China and that they could start reopening businesses and reopening factories, uh, the numbers have been going up, but they've been blaming all of those new numbers, uh, those new cases and the, the new, new deaths in China on what they call imported cases, meaning that they've contained it in China, but people coming back into the country are bringing it along. Uh, now, listen, what I, here, here's the thing about that. All right. Story short. You're right. We, we have. People over in China basically saying that now uh, that they at first they had a handle on it. And now it's black people. It's mostly African immigrants that are actually starting to bring the coronavirus back in. So they've been kicking people out of restaurants and all kind of crazy stuff. Right. And essentially, we have a history of getting into it with Asians. You know, we got a couple of big time headline stories. I don't know if you guys remember the story where the, uh, there was a big brawl up there in New York. Um, the Chinese guy was hitting the old black woman in the back with the, with the broomstick and all that. We have a history, and we have a proven history of uh, being discriminated against when we patronize certain uh, businesses that are owned by Asian people, all right? We know that. We know that this, we, this is not for a debate. This is just facts. So it begs the question, like, why even still in 2020 do we spend so much money with them? Why can't our own black salons and black nail supply store, black beauty supply stores really thrive what really is the issue? So that's like an underlying topic that we're going to talk about when I get ready to go back over here to the d- debate desk. You guys remember this right here? You remember this uh, whole situation that happened up in Brooklyn right here? Check this out. Remember this? Now on to an ugly fight at a nail salon. Cops say a dispute over payment for services ended up with one salon worker hitting a customer with a broom handle. As Trent has details. Patrons being whacked with a broomstick. It's as wild as you can get. It happened at a salon in Brooklyn, New York, after this customer was upset about how her eyebrows were done. She complained about paying the $5 fee. Police say the fight started after the disgruntled customer hit a nail technician. At one point, she is seen being held as they wait for police. You also see the customer's grandmother being hit with the broomstick. Then the grandmother is sprayed with nail polish remover. In the aftermath of the melee, protesters gathered, and things got so intense, the nail technicians had to be escorted out by police. We've got all of that stuff in the mix, right? All right, so we've got discrimination going on against our people over there in China. We've got a history of getting into it with Asian people at the nail salons. So all of this stuff is the reason why I wanted to invite black women to talk about their experiences about should we even be patronizing them in the first place and let alone should we even definitely should we be going out to get our hair and nails done at beauty beauty supply stores and salons and nail shops right now in the middle of a epidemic all right so that's what we're going to be talking about that's what the show was about i just wanted to set the context set everything up and then we're going to get ready to go back over to the line for my special guest and we're also going to open the phone lines up to anybody that wants to call 347-934-0966 that is the number to dial into the show let's go ahead and jump into it you dig k100 you bad all right you bad, so all right i'm gonna go on. first of all i got uh i see you uh area code uh 
uh, Nubia Soul Goddess, area code 770-837. All right, I see you guys on the line. But first of all, I'm going to go back to my two special guests I invited over here. All right, uh, Miss Dia and Tracy. All right, I'm going to open their phone lines back up. All right, so right now, let me see. Hold on a second. Wrong line. All right, so I got Dia's line back open, and I also got uh, Tracy's line back open. All right, ladies. You guys are live on the air. Welcome, and, and again, thank you guys for uh, participating in the show. I really appreciate it. All right, both of you guys. Okay. Hey, no problem. Thank you. All right. So now, uh, I'll start. I'll, I'll start uh, uh, with uh, Tracy. Tracy, for every for uh-huh. every really valid point that you make, anybody that's over there on the, watching on the Facebook live feed, you guys let me know if you agree with Tracy. Tracy got a point. Point. Whatever. However you want to let me know. I'm rocking with Tracy. Let me know. I'm going to tally it up over here. Then we're going to go to Dia. All right, Tracy. First of all, first question is, should we be going back to get our hair done? And you run it all the way down exactly why you think that is a good or a bad idea. And I'll start giving you some points. Go ahead. Why are we getting our hair done? Yeah. What, no, why are, we, why are we even going back? Should we be going back to get our hair or nails done? Like the, the, the people are opening up the nail salons. They open them up back up here in, in Atlanta. So should black people be going back to the barbershop, back to the beauty store, period, point blank, not even, not even dealing with the Asian issue? Should we be going back right now and then give me any, any, any points that you feel like you want to make that says you should or shouldn't be going to get your hair done or nails done right now? Absolutely not. Um, it, it only takes one person to infect everybody. So you sit in those salons, and those people are touching everybody. That's how you get it from touch. So you're, they're breathing, they're talking, breathing all down your neck, and then they're helping you, God knows how many people. And all the people that are running out there, those are the people that haven't been being careful and trying not to spread this epidemic. So all the people that are just running around rampant are at these salons and everywhere, and your chances of getting it and bringing it home to your family increase so much by you going out there. Every encounter you have with somebody is another chance for you to get it and bring it home to your family. All right. All right. So you have two good points. The main point basically being um, you contract it that way. That's how you contract it, and that's how you spread it yeah. by touching people. And they definitely got to touch you. And also the point that you have to, you'll bring it back to your family. Now, Dia, what do you have to say? How do you feel about it, Dia? And then give me some good points about why you feel the way you feel about should we even be going back to beauty salons and going to barbershops and going to get our nails done in the first place right now. Go ahead. No, I don't think we need to be at all. Um, one, you know, where are you going? You know, like I hear so many people saying that like, oh, I'm just, I just feel unkept and I don't feel, you know, I don't look good and all this stuff. But if I, but if you're at home, why are you concerned about looking good? And then two, why are we like, how do I put this? I didn't know that that many people had uh, security issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you are at home with your loved one, you at home with your mate and stuff, if your mate can't see you as you are, then why are you with that person? Like, if you think that your mate would rather you go out and, and, and get cute for what you think is cute, you know what I'm saying, and risk y'all lives, then you're with the wrong person. Or maybe, it, or if you thinking that that's why, you know what I'm saying, like, you have to do that to be with them, then you really need to reevaluate what your relationship is. So, for, I don't understand the reason behind it. I think we also need to be concerned because we see a lot of parents talking about how, oh, their children have to, you know, still go to school, I mean, do school virtually and all that stuff, and they want them to look nice. But as a child, there's no way in the world, and it's so unfortunate because when we talk about black women, so many black women have not, we haven't 
haven't been friends with our natural hair for a very long time. So many of them don't even have a clue what to do when they can't perm it or when they can't put weave in it and stuff. And I'm not coming, I'm not saying this to like, you know, be hard on my sisters because it's something that, you know, I'm saying so there's a whole lot of reasons why we're there and it's not all our fault. But at this point, when we know that it's a matter of life or death, this is time when you say, okay, let me figure out how, what can I do with my hair? It's YouTube. YouTube all day long. There are so many videos that can let you know how to, you know, what I'm saying, what to do with your hair, how you can do your hair, different ways and stuff like that. So we have no reason, no excuse. And I come from a family of hairstylists. I have a couple cousins that are nail techs. So I understand the business side of it. I understand that many of them, this is, this is you know, as far as for the, the uh, beauty shop owners and the barber owners, I know that this is their livelihood and stuff. But I was even talking with one of my cousins, and I told her, because she was, you know I'm saying, tripping about it. She's like, man, I may lose my shop. And I was like, you know what, it, the most high, you know what I'm saying, in times like this, we're tested to see, like, okay, you know what I'm saying, what exactly are you going to do? Because it could have been some other reason that you lost your shop. And if you lost it, what were you going to do? And I'm like, you know, you already have a, a, a clientele base that, like, all right, why don't you start, you know, maybe making products? Or, you know what I'm saying, putting packages together that, like, hair care packages. Hey, I can put these hair care packages. I can do video tutorials or something like that to show y'all how to do little twist-outs and things like that. You know, because you're at an advantage right now. There's so many people out here trying to figure out, okay, what do I, what do, I do? How can I get customers? How can I get clients? You already got them. You already got them. Now is your time to figure out how to be creative, how to hustle, and stay alive. Because at the end of the day, that's the only thing that's important is that we still hear when all of this is done. Absolutely. All right. Both really good points. I gave Tracy some points and I gave Dia some points. I gave Dia a couple of more because she kind of drove it down and drilled it down a little bit about, um, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the point about um, they both had two valid points in the beginning that was similar. I think uh, I think Dia drilled down a little bit more about if your person that you with can't see you looking like that, looking a mess like that, then why are you with them? Now, 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 now. Listen, fellas. At that particular, at that point right there, I will allow the fellas to chime in, and I will take a male call. All right, about <laughs> you can you really do you really really want to see your lady's natural state like nothing, no makeup, uh, no 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 hair done. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> listen, I, I I love my wife, but you know she looks great when her hair is done. I'm just saying. <laughs> You know, at the same time, you know what I'm, I'm not going to divorce her because she can't get her hair done. You know what I'm but I like how she looks when her hair is done. That's all I'll say as a guy on that particular note. That was a good point, Dia. And that probably was kind of a shot at us guys over here. But hey, we, what, what, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Go ahead. What'd you say? What'd you say? I was just going to say, but that's the thing, like, you know, truthfully, when we talk about what our hair looks like when it's done, we've gotten so caught up into, like, you know, our hair looking pretty only a certain way. And more than likely, when we consider it looking looking good and stuff, it's, it's something that's totally opposite of how God made us. Like, I'm not saying walk around nasty, stinky hair or something like that, but, like, God made us with kinky hair. That, yeah, if we want to straighten it, we can put some, you know what I'm saying, put put a, a press a comb to it or something like that. But to know that, like, we're out here going, perming our hair and doing all this stuff, that's, that's putting our health in danger to be what we consider cute. And if, if, if 
your man think that you having more of like a European, you know what I'm saying, like this is what beauty is, then you with the wrong man. Flat right. out. All right. Now, now, Tracy, I'll let Tracy respond to that, Tracy. What do you feel about that? Because at this particular point, I'm coming to the phone lines. I see y'all. I'm coming. 347-934-0966. I got to ask him this one question. So, Tracy, Dia seems to have yes. more of an issue just in general about women wearing perms, wearing weave, quote unquote, looking like Europeans. You know what I'm saying? Come again. You know what I'm saying? She's getting a Lauren Hill on right now. What do you say about that? You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about black women in general trying to take that route and, 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 and does that does that set a standard of, of, of beauty for you? Do you do you feel a kind of way about, you know, wearing your hair natural? What do you what do you say in response to that particular point that she made? I think you should be able to wear your hair however you feel beautiful, however you feel comfortable, what makes you know, you feel like you're at your best. Because natural hair is not for everybody. Because some people look like real bald head chickens. I mean, they don't have the face for it. They can't pull it off. It's not for everybody. And... <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? It, it, and some people, they feel like, I feel like um, when they don't have the money to get their hair done, then they say, oh, I'm going natural. And then they just cut it all off and say, I'm going natural now. And they just they give them an excuse to just have their hair sticking up straight on top of their head. But like she's saying, if you're well kept, if you keep it, you know, cut and edged up and colored and, make, and, it, and it looks neat, that's fine. But natural hair is not for everybody. And, you know, some women need weave. And, like, um, I think I look better with longer hair than with shorter hair so I mean I, I do have hair and I like to wear braids and, and, and braid my natural hair and um, I'm trying to get away from the creamy crack trying to leave the perms alone but who knows but you know yeah. everybody's not that fortunate and I think you should be able to whatever makes you look the prettiest and make you feel good about yourself give, um, you know you should be able to rock what you want to rock it's your hair and you're not your hair you're the soul that's within so it shouldn't matter how I express, express myself with my hairstyles all right, so a little bit. They, I, I I feel like these two women are a little bit different on that particular spectrum, but I can respect both points. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I, I got to tell you guys, I, I'm trying to talk as little as possible. I'm finna get ready to go to the phone lines because I don't go to. I don't have to. I cannot go to a barbershop. I can literally cut my own hair. I can line my own stuff up or whatnot, what have you. So it's no big deal to me. But every even every guy can't do that. Some guys got to go get their. And now we got guys. We got dudes out here getting. From what I've seen, fake beers and, and implants. And, <laughs> they are. Who, yes. Who about okay. so they popped all that junk all these years, and look yeah. at them now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a whole other show right there. Uh-uh. <laughs> we got time today. We got a two-hour show, so you know what I'm saying? We got time. We want to touch yes. on that. So guys are getting a little, little, taking metrosexual to a whole other level. Because I don't, listen. I don't even get my, I'm not even going to get a pedicure. Like, people be looking at me, and my, my wife be like, it's okay if you do it. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> I cannot, I cannot go sit in a nail salon, fam. I'm that kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of guys who be like, you know, thinking you, that's, that's, that's so, that's way back then. Like, dudes can go get their, I know dudes, straight dudes that go with their chicks to go get pedicures and stuff like that with them and, and they're making a couple's day out and shit and that's cool that's cool fam it's not for me it's not it's I, I, I kind of feel you on that blue but if you go with her I think you know that's cool I'm not going period alright next part let me hold some <laughs> I'm not going fucking period stand by alright <laughs> if I heard that you were want to get y'all feet done I'd be like uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> 
uh, Tracy. I'm going to say, and stand by Dia. I'm going to go to the phone line. 347-934-0966. This is the number of the dial into the show. I can, I'm a, listen, all I can say about the whole thing is what I'm trying to, the point that I'm trying to drill home to everybody is, A, I can tell you right now, my point of view is why in the hell, I think Dia made really valid points. Like, why in the hell would you even go to a salon right now? And you guys know the history of K100 Radio and myself, how I feel about us, loving us, spending your money with us, supporting us, right? I literally have a black-owned platform myself, and I sit and watch day after day people support other platforms that are white-owned that do the exact same thing that we do. All right, so I get it. I understand I, I'm, I'm for us. Y'all know this. I'm, a plural, I'm unapologetically black. That's what I do over here at K100. But I understand that everybody has a preference. Everybody going to like what they like and support what they support. Let's go to the phone lines real quick and talk to a couple people who've been over here uh, waiting for a minute now. And I want to make sure that I get to them. Hold on a second. Um, I know that Nubia Soul got a 770-837 and 843. We're going to come to you. But I want to go to Nubia first because she's been on here the longest. I'm going to take her a call. You guys can call in. I would prefer that you guys call in, please. 347-934-0966. I love that you guys are talking over there on the Facebook page, but it's hard for me to read the, all those comments. It's easy for me to listen to it live on the air. And the people that's listening on the broadcast, they don't see your comments. The people that may be watching on Instagram live, they don't see your comments over there on Facebook. So 347-934-0966, please call in and voice them. I promise I'm going to take all the calls that come in. If you be patient, I'm going to try and take every last one of them. All right, Nubia. What's up, Nubia? Hey, what's going on? All right, so let's go, let's go let's 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 take this first call right here and get this opinion. All right, so what do you think about everything that's being said right now? Just go ahead and give me your spiel. First of all, out of the two out of the two guests that we have right now, all right, Dee and Tracy, um, who do you think made the most valid points for their point of view for their argument? Which one? I think Dee made the most valid point. All right, I'm gonna give Dee a point because you agree with her the most. All right. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's, it's it's a show. It's a show. It's just it's just it's a, it's a show. It's a show. It's no it's not the personal. I mean, it's like a, I'm trying to do something over. You see what I'm, you see what I'm doing here? Rock with me. Don't take mm-hmm. it personal. All right. <laughs> oh, Definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead now. Tell me how do you feel about everything that we've discussed so far? Opening up the nail salons. Black people patronizing Asian establishments more than their own. Go ahead. Run it down. So I, like yourself, I'm definitely pro-black. I do have respect for other races, definitely, but I'm pro-black. However, there are times where we don't do things as best as other races, and it's unfortunate because we are highly creative than other races. I mean, that's that's just a fact. We are copied with everything that we do. So the nail shop's opening, it's it's a consumerism thing. A lot of us are caught up in consumerism. We don't really know what it is to live of, for, and by each other. So we don't really understand the detriment of staying home, taking care of our own personal genes, not genes, hygiene, our own personal cosmetic needs, our own personal hair needs. I mean, yeah, I get you want to look nice, but you don't know how to make your own self look nice. I, I, as little I, girls, we were doing listen, it as a kid. 
I know, but listen, I, I, got, I got to say something about that. And I, I'm trying to talk mm-hmm. a little. I want, I want women to call in. <laughs> because I'm trying to just kind of fall back on this one. But here's the thing. I feel what you're saying. Because here's the thing. Until this whole quarantine thing, I just kind of not really, a, I guess you could say assumed. I just thought self-grooming was a thing with men. Like, every, I, I, I kind of, I didn't assume right. it. I just kind of, like, most black men, because we came from the struggle, because we grew up not having a lot of money, I know right. I didn't. I learned how to trim myself up and use a pair of clippers when I was young. Right. Most black men did that. Right. <laughs> Gashing my head up repeatedly, trying to learn how to use a pair of right. clippers because my mom would take me to the, to the uh, barbershop. So I taught myself how to right. steady my hand enough and use the mirror and, and, and be able to just kind of groom myself at home. But however come, right. I realized once this whole quarantine went down and cats couldn't go to the, uh, you know, to the, to, to the barbershop, I started seeing a whole bunch of grown men my age and closer say, man, I'm looking crazy. I can't even lie. I can't even get a line up. I'm like, wait a minute, fam. You don't even got to say exactly. a like, I, I thought the same crazy, thing. Yeah, I, I thought that was crazy, but I didn't realize until all this happened just how many do. But Bob, I got a lot of friends that are barbers and they're and they doing good, so somebody's spending the money. But barbershops are an option for me when I just feel like this week I don't want to do it myself. I'm gonna go, and then also I have friends that are barbers, so I really a lot of it be I be wanting to patronize the homies. I got that money. Mm-hmm. I want to go in there. I want to go in there and talk shit about sports and stuff. Right. Honestly, it's music more so than really necessarily needing the haircut that he can give me. I can't cut my hair right. myself as he can, but I can make myself look presentable. So it was a revelation for myself to just realize how uh, how many men, grown men, can't groom themselves. That's that's something that I was like. I, I thought more of my homies. Really didn't need the barbershop, but obviously they right. do. That's one. I, I don't want to cut you off, but I had to interject when you made that one point about grooming yourself because I was like, "Listen, I'm I'm with you on that, but obviously that's not what's up you know, right now." But you're people. absolutely right. Yeah, you're so, absolutely I, right. <laughs> yeah, but but I, I don't I don't want to talk down on you guys. All right, because I had three little brothers to. To, to experiment on and gash their heads up and mess their heads up trying to teach <laughs> trying to teach myself how to cut hair. I got right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody didn't have little brothers to torture like I did growing up. You know what I'm saying? So that could be part of it too. Uh, any any other points that you want to make before I go to the next caller though? Go ahead. I think for the most part it's about inclusion. For black people, the majority of black people are still wanting to be included in what they think is the norm, what they think is beauty, what they think is professional. And the truth of the matter is none of that stuff really matters. Mm. Yeah. It, it doesn't really matter what, what is professional, what is beauty. That is in the eye of the beholder. It does. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was gonna go on to you said it doesn't really matter. Right, let's let's real let, listen. Let's be real. Right, this is K100 Radio. All right. You are tuned to K100 Radio, hip hop and R and B. All right, listen. K100, you bastard. I I can't agree with. I was gonna let you go on and ride into the sunset <laughs> until you said it, 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 it doesn't matter. Now, let's be real. The shit matters, newbie. It matters. Which I, I, part of it matters? Our, our, the way we look, how our, how we look, how we're groomed, all that no, really, me, really does matter. 
It matters. Let me let me clarify that. Okay. What we think, what the majority of black people think is beauty does not matter. Why? It's about what you feel good about yourself because mm-hmm. what someone else considers beautiful, another person may not consider beautiful. It's all about what you think. Perception is everything. But okay. it's really about inclusion, wanting to look like what the majority of society looks like. It's about inclusion. Mm-hmm. So if they feel like my nails are not done, my eyebrows are not done, I don't look the way that I'm supposed to look for society. It's about okay. inclusion when that stuff doesn't matter. Well, that kind of goes that call, that, that kind of goes with with what Dia said, but but what Tri but but what but what Tracy said. Tracy said, I like how I look with long hair, and her hair may not grow down to 20 inches like that yaki make a, you know what I'm saying, that yaki, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that, that long yaki, right. however y'all, y'all call it, that, that shit that go down to your ass, her hair can't grow that long, but Tracy feel like when I got that shit down to my ass, I look so good though, you know what I'm saying, so, right. it's, it's, Tracy feels to her, like she said, she feels like she looks good with her hair down to her ass. Her hair can't grow naturally. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's nothing wrong with that. I I don't know. It's it's a tough it's a, it's tough. It's tough. Stand by. I gotta go take another <laughs> call. All right. All right. Stand by. All right. This is K100 Radio. K100, you bad. You bad. I see uh, Billy Bad on the line. I'm gonna come to a guy, but I'm gonna let these ladies talk. I'm gonna hold on, fam. I'm gonna let you talk. I'm gonna let you talk, Billy Bad. But I gotta check in and see who's on this phone line and see if it's, if this is the female. Area code seven seven zero eight three seven. Hello, who's this? You should know who it is, PD. All right. Listen, I can't remember everybody's phone number, but I got you now, JC. Once you check in. All right, JC. This is JC Rocker. This is our production assistant over here at K one hundred Radio. All right. Now I'll tell you this about JC. JC gets done up sometimes, but for the most part, JC be like, it is what it is. Because JC's a hip hop artist. She don't feel the need to be cute, period, all the time. When she be like, she can come out and be like, yo, rock a hat, T-shirt, and some chucks, and she in the building. She's a different, you know, everybody's not like that. Everybody can't pull it off. JC, what do you feel about everything that's been said so far? Uh, who, First of all, who do you agree with the most? Do you agree with Dia the most or Tracy on their points of view? That's the first question. These lovely ladies, by the way, hi, ladies. Want to make sure y'all are acknowledged, and but um, they got good points. But I say Tracy, although I am too natural, but again, I don't judge another woman how she has her hair. If you like it, I if you like it, I love it. That's cool. That's dope. And yes, JC does rock the tomboy chic very well. <laughs> All right, but but you you agree with you you agree with. Tracy's point of view more so than Dia's, right? I want to be clear. Yeah, if I had to choose, yeah, her. But I'm just like, they both have good points. All right, I'm giving I'm giving uh, Tracy another point. Uh, The 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 debate that says Tracy's got five, Dia's got six right now. As far as their own points of view and people agreeing with them. All right, so just let let let, real quick, JC, tell me how you feel about a. Should we be opening salons up real quick? And also about patronizing other businesses like Asians and spending all this money that we spend with them 
And a lot of us don't patronize the black-owned beauty supply store or the black-owned nail, nail salon. Now, listen, I don't get my nails done. So, Tracy, I'm going to go back to Tracy in a minute because she was making some valid points about how long this particular place take, how quick the other guys get you in and out. That shit matters. Customer service and prompt service and accuracy, all that shit matters. And I don't get my nails done, so I cannot comment on that. I'm just going to listen to you ladies on that. But I'll come back to these uh, to Tracy and Dia and, and, and drill that down a little bit more about what's the difference between the black salons and the black nail shops. Obviously, it's a difference. Because y'all keep going to the Asian ones. They caking out here. Big money. They ain't worried about it. As soon as they open, they caking. They're they making billions of dollars off us. So it's got to be something. I want to drill that down a little bit. We'll go back to the debate that's on that. But real quick, uh, JC Rocker, tell us how you feel about should we be going back to get our hair and nails and shit done and about patronizing um, Asian nails, Asian, Asian-owned uh, beauty supply stores and nail shops when we're black. Go ahead real quick. Run it down. Right now, like I said, when Kim said we'll be reopening, I'm just like, motherfucker, I don't give a damn what you said. Uh, I'm going to give this a little bit more time because at the end of the day, health is wealth. And and I can only speak from my personal experience. Hair-wise, JC uh, supports black-owned businesses. Shout-out to Carol's on Salem Road up in Conyers. And, of course, my hair is always done by black folks, you know, but I just I just told my personal hair my personal hair scientist that you know let's wait another two weeks to see how this thing is and until then JC's rocking the natural for the moment but that's okay because I because that's the beauty of being single I don't have to impress nobody wow. Michael B Jordan is not gonna come at my door oh my so, God. wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait 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 damn it hold on. So I just want to be clear because you said something and I just want to make a stop. Stop. You said you're single because Dia Dia made a point about the person that you with being able to take you as you is. But so, so if you had a man, would you feel like you, even right now, would you feel more pressure to go get your hair done? If you had a, if you live with a guy, because you said you're single as if, that gives you even more luxury to not even give a shit. As if, but Dia said, it doesn't matter if you was with a man or not. You with the wrong nigga. If he care that much. But you just said, JC, you're single as if that's also a reason why you don't really care as much. I just want to be clear. Damn right, PD. And it's like, uh, if you got a chance to look like a caveman, you shouldn't be complaining about how the hell I look. Go wash your balls. All right, next next caller. You oh, are tuned to the God. K one hundred radio hip hop and R and B. Go wash your balls. I'm gonna take one call from a guy three four seven nine three four zero nine six six, and then I'm gonna go back to Tracy and Dia. Billy Bad is on the phone line. He's been he's been waiting to get on the air for a second. He's got a lot to say. You're not gonna talk long, Billy Bad. I'm gonna tell you right now. This show is. I'm trying to focus on what the women think, but I'm going to take your call. Billy Bad, what's up, man? Hey, I'm about to choke on my damn drink and the washing ball shit. What's what good? What's good, man? Make sure you talk clear in the mic, talk clear in the phone. What? First of all, what do you – go ahead and just run it down real quick. First, wait, before we go, before we go, which one of these uh, beautiful, beautiful black women do you feel like made the most valid points, Miss Dia or Tracy? 
Um, I felt I felt Tracy did, although I did I did feel Dia, but you know I I did lean more towards Tracy because although, um, and and I use this as an example, and I and I be quick. On a former job, I'm not going to name. There's a girl who who had her hair like like years back before I started working with her. She like she had her hair like really fucked up. She had really like like bad chemicals in her hair or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it really messed her up. Kind of like you know how the Riddler looked in the Batman movie after he got that that backfire thing. Like like how he all looked all messed up in the movie, that's how her hair had kind of looked until she had to cut it all off and then you know grew back and she started styling it up and she started feeling more confident in herself. Although she's not a looker, you know, but she feels confident in herself. So I I, I feel like feel I lean more towards uh, Tracy on that one. Thank you for thank you for adding to the stereoty- stereotypes and. and, and... You know, no, but I'm saying she feels confident in herself. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, even right. though I may not like be attracted to her, but she don't give a damn what I may think because she may still get numbers from other dudes. No matter uh-huh. how she looks, she still feels confident in herself. She, the way she style her hair and the way she compliments her style with her clothing and, st- and stuff like that. So, right. so right. hey, more power to her. Right, I understand. Still a little bit objective, but go ahead. All right, so where are you at with should these should we be really quick, really quick? She would be going to yeah. going back to to the nail nail salons, barbershops, and all that, and touch on really quick yeah. about why so many of our why do you feel like uh, even when it all was normal before it was all normal, you know about black women patronizing uh, the nail shops. You don't you can't really mm-hmm. you don't get your nail. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait 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 wait. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> I forgot who I was fucking talking to real quick. Let me ask you. <laughs> First of all, nigga, did you go get your nails and shit done? I gotta know because you be <laughs> listen, shit. man. I lived. I listen. I've been in the lifestyle for a long time, but even I have my limits. But you know, no lie, I thought about it once or twice. But the closest thing to a pedicure and a manicure I do is clip my nails. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I fucking my nails. I'm a, I groom myself. That's like why I got soap, a fucking olive oil, coconut oil. That's it. I just want to make sure whether or not because you came on the show last week talking about you got two girlfriends and you're the poly life and oh, you yes, believe in. And all this weird shit. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure you didn't get your fucking yeah. nails and shit done. Talk every okay, day. All right, cool. Yeah, right. So, all right, back to the show. Back to the point. Back to the music. All right, so now, <laughs> real quick, real quick, Billy. All right, Billy represents South Carolina. South Kakalaki's in the building. Thank you for yep, calling me, bro. I respect, I respect you. I, I, I'm glad you rock with us. Go ahead and run down. Should we be going back to get our hair and nails done? And also, should we, should, the way you feel about black women going, patronizing, Asian nail salons and beauty supply stores. Real quick, let's make it like two minutes and under. All right. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll be as quick as I can. So right now, where I currently live at in the hood, I have two barbershops, like within walking distance, within two minutes apart from each other. So, you know, both of them are closed down when, they, when the governor made this non-essential. So now he's opening things back up, you know, the mall included, where there's barbershops and nail salons in the, bar, in the mall, too, come uh, May the 1st. So, um for me personally, I don't think so. Um, now, I, I see what's going on in Georgia, and I, I know you heard real quick, Blizzard. I know you heard about that Texas mayor who broke her own rule and went to the nail salon yeah. and was talking about yeah, what I needs did. to be, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, th- that is, right now it's, it's, it's too soon for me, in my opinion. I mean, I, I know I've, I've, I've said in the comments I play devil's advocate. Like, you know, I've, I'm pretty sure you may have seen some businesses that use, like, disinfectant fogs over the entrances. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking maybe if it was proven 
you know, where to where it could be tolerable to where it can just like clear up everything in the entrance from those walking in and out. I'm thinking that would be a good test for the first wave. But if they don't have anything like that, I should say just wait it out. Just continue to disinfect anything. Like the business owner should just go and clean up their shops every other day until they're until they know they're good and clear. All right. And 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 on women and on and on some of our sisters uh, patronizing the uh, Asian owned establishments real quick. You got like thirty seconds. Go ahead and run that down. Now, um, uh, we. It, we, we've been doing this for a long time. These, uh, our queens have. Um, I, I, I do believe we need we need to you know to buy black more and you know keep keep reaching out to to more of our other queens out there. You know doing their doing their thing for for us. You know for you know for y'all uh, because these Asians don't care about us. You know they they don't at all. I mean you, you can see it. Um, and I'm not saying not saying all Asians are bad. Just like all of us are good, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, you know, we need to build each other up. The Kid of Mike documentary will tell you that, how we used to recycle our money in our own black community, you know what I'm saying? So we need to go back to doing that. All right. Good stuff. And you did it in 30 seconds. All right. Shout out to Billy Bad for calling into the show. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate it. Stand by. Stand by, though. I may come back to you. You All right. are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop, and R&B. This is K100 Radio. I am your host, Blizzard. Thanks, everybody, for tuning into the show. This is Points of View. This is our live talk segment uh, slash uh, talk show slash debate guest slash semi-game show slash whatever the hell you want to call it. All right. 347-934-0966. That is the number to dial into the show. And um, I invited two ladies over here uh, to chop it up with us. I invited Miss Deal, representing the D. Detroit is in the building. I represented, uh, I, I, I uh, invited uh, Tracy, who is representing Florida, my home state, West Palm, in the building. Hey. All right, so I'm, open, I'm opening both of their lines back up. Now, you guys heard, you know, you guys are tied up right now on the debate desk. Tracy, you got sick. Dia got sick because a couple of people, a couple of people that we talked to felt like they resonated more with Tracy. I don't know why, because I, I, I feel like a lot of people are on that whatever makes you feel fly. You do it type Can I say something you... real quick? Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. This deal. <laughs> so, oh, okay. just, just, real, and I don't mean to interrupt, but listen, y'all never, ever do I suggest you don't get cute. I, I never suggested we don't wear we Like, I've been accused plenty of time of people like, oh, is she just confused or is she just don't like herself? Because today I have a cute curly fro and tomorrow my hair will be down to my ankles. Like, I was born and raised in Detroit. My grandma here, stylist, aunties, cousins. I got a couple cousins that's nail tech. So I'm all about getting fly. I'm just not willing to die for it. And I don't want any of my sisters to be willing to die to be what we consider fly. You know what I'm saying? I'm even for people getting relaxes if you want to. But it's a way how we're supposed to relax our hair that's totally opposite of how we relax in our hair. Like, you you know, like us putting those chemicals directly on our scalp. And I, I say that. Not to judge anybody, but our people, we too beautiful to be willing to say, yeah, I'm going to risk getting fibroids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I take this very serious because in reality, a lot of black women, we've, you know, compromised our health and our bodies. And we've been, you know what I'm saying, leaving our children and our families way too early because we thinking that it's so necessary to, like, have straight hair or have our edges laid. Like, like, so... I, I just want to make that clear. Like, I am never against us getting fly. 
and we have to dispel the idea that us being natural or us wearing our, you know what I'm saying, like our, our natural hair means that it's something like we trying to be lazy or our hair is going to be nasty or anything like that, or that it can't be cute. We just haven't learned how to make it cute. We haven't, you know what I'm saying? Like in real life, a lot of black women, like I got my first turn when I was probably like 12 or so. So I didn't even know just how much my hair could grow. You know, like I, well, I did know because before that, you know, my, our hair grew, but a lot of us just don't know that, Hey, if we just clip our ends, your shit really can grow. You think it may not be able to grow, but you know what I'm saying? We're not taking care of it properly. Like a lot of these, Okay, so I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt like that, but I just want to make it clear. Like, don't think that we saying don't get fly. Like, I'm for getting fly whether you're single, whether you got a man or a woman, whatever it may be. Like, I, I am the queen of let's get fly. <laughs> don't get All right. twisted. All right, so listen, and I understand I gave you a point because you brought up um, a research point. I gave you one point right then because you brought, you brought up fibroids. You brought up uh, things that we know, that we do know that we found scientific studies show where the stuff that you put in your hair, the chemicals that black women put in their hair is causing us real life health problems. And listen, listen, this is not, this is not, I'm not going to, I don't fucking, I don't, I'll never get a perm. I don't know what the fuck that feels like. I don't know what that means. I mean, back in the day, dudes used to actually perm their hair, like for real, back on X actually used to perm his hair. And that's fucking Malcolm fucking X, okay? Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who am I to ever judge Malcolm X's blackness? But Malcolm X at one point before he went to prison, used to get his goddamn hair permed, but he said it himself. Here's the point. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what that feels like, and I never will. But what I can say is we do have a lot of studies that have irrefutably linked terms and stuff like that to ovarian cancer and also fibroids in black women. So I gave you another point because I feel like just like you said, just like both of you guys agree on, should we go out in the world today in the middle of a, in the middle of an epidemic? Hell no. Well, also to that same extent, should we even be using perm even with everything, even before COVID nineteen ever came about? Should we be using it? And one could say no because of health reasons because we're staying in the house right now because of health reasons. So I gave you a point on that. All right. This is K one hundred Radio. I'm your host, Blizzard. Points of view. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm rocking right now with Miss Gia and Teresa. All right, and I'm gonna shift it a little bit. I'm gonna get a little more ratchet. Thank you guys for tuning in. Listen, if you've got, any, if you feel any kind of way about anything we said, I want you guys to hit the phone lines. And I guess maybe now, Corey, Corey's over there on the Facebook Live, and so is Apple. These guys actually uh, got a lot of conversation going on over there. I saw Alicia was checking in earlier. And a couple other people, but I want you guys to make sure that you actually call into the show and hit the uh, phone line so we can actually hear you because this is not just a Facebook live feed on Instagram. It's on our radio broadcast. It's on our app. It's on our podcast. So everybody can't really see what you're commenting on and saying when you're saying it on Facebook. But if you call in, all platforms get to hear your opinion. The SoundCloud, the Spotify podcast, the YouTube channel. Instagram live, everybody gets to hear and hear what you what you have to say if you actually call in for this talk show. So three four seven nine three four oh nine six six. Now ladies, Tracy. Tracy, you here with us? I see yes. you, you Yes, I'm here, okay. I'm here. All right, uh I'm about to get a little bit ratchet. You are doing <laughs> the radio. Ratchet time. I'm here for it, I'm here for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
second half of the show, I tried to keep this shit clean as I could. It's a wrap. K100, you bad you bad I tried. I did. I did it for a whole hour. Oh, we can I, turn up now? <laughs> I, I, I cussed, I cussed a little bit. So if somebody ever, if this is the first time somebody ever saw this podcast or broadcast, and it was their first time they tuned in for those first couple minutes, it was like, this guy's really intelligent. This is really well produced. This is really nice. Fuck all that right now. Let's go. All right. Second hour. All right. Hour number two. We're going to cut the bullshit. All right, Ms. Deal, Tracy. First of all, y'all have said yeah. a lot of good And I, I listen, I, 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 I agree. But let's talk about these niggas. Let's talk about these men. Let's talk about these black men. Let's talk about this bullshit. Okay. First of all, J.C. Brooks, yes. point, oh. no, I'm, I'm going to get back to you later. All right. She said that she didn't have a man, so she felt like she could skate off a little bit more than the average woman. So I thought about when she said that, and I stopped her, and I, and, I, and I honed in on it, because I felt like, well, you know what, man? We heard you. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Ladies, I want y'all to go ahead and air it out, and I'm going to give y'all points for this. Why? Why? Why, 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 why? Why do y'all feel like, and do you feel like, how you look is so important to the opposite sex? How much of how you look, I'm talking about getting your nails done, Getting your hair done is y'all got to keep it a hundred though. Don't be, don't come on here and bullshit me. How much of that mm-hmm. really truly is about how we will view you when you step out? I understand self love, self empowerment. Dia said all that, but how much of that shit is? I just want to be fine as hell and have a nigga jock me and have a nigga holler at me. Have a person. I want to look. I want to. I want you to want me. How much of that is realistically, honestly, to just stunt? as we like to say, on these dudes, on these niggas. How much of that is really to stunt on these other women, to show them just how bad you really is? I understand your self-worth. I understand you're doing it for yourself, but just keep it 100. Just keep it 100. How much of that is really how fly you're going to look when you step out? All right? Yeah. That's why you spend that money. That's why you go out and get your nails done by the, the quickest as you possibly can by the Asian women. How much is it all about how fly you look when you step out on these streets? Tracy, I'm a, I want you to keep it 100 and go ahead and tell me, real talk, how much of that is actually true. I mean, I don't think a man really cares that much. It's it's really for the other women because they won't even know the name brands. They won't know the designers. Um, they're, they're probably not even paying that much attention to your nails and stuff like that. But the women are going to look you up and down, critique everything you have on. I was in the dark with some shoes on that barely said Michael Kors on them. And, um, well, it actually was a gay guy. But still, he was like, I like your Michael Kors shoes. I'm like, how you know I'm wearing? You know, it was so small and tiny on there. You know, it's just women that pay attention to those small details. Men are really, really checking for that. And you really are doing it to start on the women for real because I don't think a man cares. Yeah. You honestly yes. gonna sit here on my show and act like you think we don't give a damn about what you got on or how you look. You think- I mean, as long as it's cute, you're not you're not caring about the designers and how much it costs and all that. As long as it's cute and stuck up in your ass, y'all gonna like it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly my point. That's right. That's right. Okay, that's well, my too. Shit. 
because you were you was trying to make it seem like you really do it for these women. But I mean, all right, well, let me let me let me keep it a hundred. You a straight woman, right? You're not gay, are you? Are you? Are you? If you no, are, I'm you. saying when when you go when you do all that extra stuff, you're doing it to stunt on these hoes. You're not doing it because a man. Don't, I don't think a man cares. He could give a fuck. No. <laughs> No, hold but on. The Man, thing, yeah, we're not really doing it to stunt on these women, though. For real, for real, for real, for real. Yes. You really doing stunt on the women. You don't care You're going to shut it down. Oh, man. Come on, man. Dear, dear. I'm serious. But no, no, because what she's saying, what she's saying is true. It's a lot. It, and it's so, it's just so layered because there are a lot of women that that's exactly what they're doing. It's a lot of women that's doing that. Um, there are also women that could give a flying fuck what any woman there has to say. She just want to look good right. for the fellas. And then there are women that could give a flying fuck what anybody say. She really just feel cute. You know what I'm saying? So we all are, you know what I'm or saying? Like, it's just a, <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, so, so it's just, it's different, you know, reasons and stuff. But I do think that, like, I do believe that if you are, because, I mean, I guess it started from saying with the sister uh, saying that she was single. Um, if you are dating somebody, I do believe that it's important that you, you know, especially if y'all live together, like, make sure you feel looking, like, make sure you feel getting up, cleaning yourself up, looking cute, you know what I'm saying? Um, when you don't feel like it, don't feel pressure, because that's been something from the moment I started dating, like, seriously, I was like, oh, no, he's going to see me when I'm tired. I need him to see that early, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't need a nigga thinking that, like, every day. She about to get up and be trying to get cute and all that extra stuff. Like, no, nah, he going to see me just when I'm comfortable, when I feel cute. You know, because a lot of times, like, um, you know, I know earlier you mentioned something about uh, the sister coming in a place with, like, with gym shoes on or, or whatever it may be. Like, that's still a cute to us. Like, some days I feel most cute in a, in a tracksuit. Or, you know what I'm saying? So, either way, go, um, yeah, it is important that we, I do feel, feel like it's important that we still try to make sure that if we are, with a, a mate right now that we we still trying to get cute for them. If right. you know what I'm saying, if the, I, 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 I would tell you like my cousin said, she got I think she had six or seven kids, but she said never lose your shape, never let him see you go down and be around here looking raggedy and all that. Uh-huh. And when I tell you she kept her shape because she had lost her job because she was on the loop pop that coochie video back in the day, but so you know she was bad. So what she was yeah. saying was after all them kids and all that, she kept her shape. Every time you see her, she look cute and she look fly, she look good. So. Oh, my God. Why is there a good... Yeah. And just well, the only yeah, thing... Yeah, that's my point, though. You need, to, you need to keep yourself up. Keep yourself fly at all times. All right, all right. So, listen. I'm going to give Tracy a point because she said, finally, she said, listen, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, keep yourself up, keep your shape up. I did not agree with Tracy at all, at all, with that shit she was saying about she only doing it for these women. Like, she really not doing it for the guys. Oh, I'm I saying a man does not care about that stuff. I mean, I said, as long as you got something cute and it's stuck up in your ass, but I'm saying as far as how much it costs, the name brand, uh, uh, the guy probably wouldn't care if you kept wearing the same thing. Well, when you got to wear something not, different not. every time you go out. They are watching you from head to toe. They are looking at everything about you. They know what kind of earring you had on, um, everything. Oh, she had them shoes on before. Oh, she had that purse before. I mean, anything that they can be critical about or watch you, they're going to find something. A man could give a damn As long as it's stuck up in your nah. ass And he see a lot of ass and titties And you look cute He, he don't care <laughs> now, Unfortunately ahead. though There are some There are some That 
that is like that. There are some men that's like that. I don't think it's and a whole I question lot of women. their masculinity too. No, yeah, no, well, not necessarily. Not necessarily because this is not necessarily because I mean, wait. you can. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Cause, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold the fuck up, hold on. Let me stop. Mm-hmm. You said you question right. a man's masculinity if he care about more than just if it, is it stuck up your ass or not. Like if, if a dude actually really notices what you have on to a, to a greater degree of if or if it's not stuck up your ass or tight, you going to question his masculinity? Like, Look, I was trying to recall in. If she could tell you about a certain dude that one time complimented her and this this job was suspect as hell. Because he like, ooh, Trenda, that outfit is so cute, girl. Now, mind you, he's not gay. He's not gay, man. But that's just, mm, mm-mm, mm-mm, something ain't right about that. Now, if, any, if anything, we can question how lame they may be. If if he's that concerned, no, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was like, I mean, you got with the family you, member. It wasn't even that. It's just that no, it just didn't. It didn't come off right. You, like he, he like right, he wanted to put I'm, that outfit on too. Right. No, what I'm saying, I I ain't doubting that. But what what I'm saying is how he said it and who he is. That's different than there are some straight guys. I know some straight guys that really do care, you know what I'm saying, they are into fashion that much, they're like, oh damn, she had on a bad, you know what I'm saying, like, they ain't gay, not all of them, not, so, because, and just on the flip side, it's some that's straight up niggas that don't care about that stuff that are, so we can, we don't, we need to be a little more, you know what I'm saying, discerning when it comes to like that, so I don't want to just bubble all of them in, oh, if he care a little bit, or he know fashion, or he into fashion, because, I mean, that's some of our men, that's their shit, and I ain't knocking them for it, you know what I'm saying, like, some of them are into fashion, and they're not necessarily gay. But if if I, all I'm saying is, yo, know, you can't question just how lame a guy may be if he cares that much. Like if he only want to talk to her because she got on something yeah. like that's lame more than Listen, gay. You guys, you guys are both about to make me spark whole other shows off both of these damn comments. Because first, <laughs> I'm, I'm gunning both of you down. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, you hear me? Tracy, Tracy, hold on. Let me tell you yes. about DSP. Let me tell you what Gia said that's crazy. Let me tell you what Teresa said. I'm going to start with you, Teresa, because you already know. The first, when you, your whole, he was gay, as soon as he said, girl, blah, blah, blah. And listen, the nigga obviously was gay. No, but he's, well, he does not claim to be a gay man, but I'm just saying, just suspect as hell, when men are that interested in your clothes like a woman would be, it's suspect as hell. That's all I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, men don't care. Your 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 level of what 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 you say in care is so broad that I can't even really drill it down right now. But Dia just said, hold on, Dia just Dia just said, niggas, I'm I'm, I'm killing Dia for this part. Dia just said mm-hmm. she she stopped short of saying a nigga might be gay if he care about it. But then she turned right back around and sprayed a nigga and insulted a nigga, said how lame he is, as if a no if, if no, a nigga, no 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 no. Listen to what I'm saying. No no no. Listen, what I, let me make sure let me make sure you saying what I said. Let me say it clearly. I'm not saying that he's lame if he like it, if he's impressed with it. I'm saying he's lame if his only you know what I'm saying, if her having on designer stuff is that important to him. That is lame. Because you will be missing out on a lot of great women because there are a lot of great women that say, Fuck these designers, like I spend my money with my people. Or you know what I'm saying? So so if, if hey. that's where your mo you know what I'm saying, if that's who you are, then yeah, you're a little bit lame. 
Oh, and you know what's it's, you know what's funny about that? You know what's funny about that deal? I tell you what's funny about that shit you just said. Let me tell you what's funny about that. Because whatever. In same, because in the same breath of you saying that shit is lame or or not even really lame on that on that level says that you know it, it says something about him. But the crazy part about it is rich dudes, entertainers, ball players, people that got money. They are actually the kind of guys that notice all that shit because they got so much fucking money. That's the type of shit they point out to make sure they can separate the little thoughts from the motherfucking other chicks. And then, but that's the thing. But that's what's sad is if you consider a thought, and listen what you just said. You Listen what you just said, though. They separate the thoughts. So we're saying that her having on designer stuff makes her not possibly a thought? Or that if she doesn't have on designer stuff, she a thought. That's what you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's what we're in rich guys. In rich, in risk. Listen, in in yes, back to the last point of what I said. Women, we have a lot of women, and not you. Maybe not you. Maybe not you, Tracy. But we can call them groupies. We can call them whatever. But women, women search for men for security. In order to have real security in this world we live in, you need money. So women tend to gravitate to dudes with money. Let's can we agree on that before I finish? Can we agree on that? Yes. That, good point. Okay. So I'm right, right. I know a, it's a lot of women that take care of niggas. Don't act like okay. that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's not your but, but goal, I, I understand though. what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but don't forget. Right. <laughs> they might want to sell it for that, but that wasn't their goal. Exactly. <laughs> but them were the same kind of dudes. Them were the same kind of dudes. That will literally notice whether or not your purse is real or fake. Because you know why? They got so much fucking money, they actually know the difference. Regular niggas out here in the streets at work, we don't know the difference between a fake Michael Kors or a real one. We don't know if we got your fucking your fucking uh, sandals from Payless or at Linux. We don't fucking know. And that's why when Tracy brought up the point and said, niggas don't really care. I mean, we don't really care, but most of the time we don't even really know. You know what I'm saying? But you still ain't finna go out and say and, and go around a dude, a black dude, and just be looking. Like, like with your hair not done or with some bullshit on, with your, we still care what you look like. It's just that we can't discern right. those little idiosyncrasies because most of us can't even afford the shit that really separates. We can't tell if that core, if that, if, if those earrings is real gold unless we have somebody tell us. We can't tell if those diamonds on your wrist or your hand are actually bought from fucking uh, costume jewelry because most of us don't really have enough money to even be able to discern it. But the niggas who have the money for real, for real. They ain't necessarily gay, and they ain't necessarily lame. They just fucking rich. And then the fucking irony of it all is that's the fucking dudes that women really want, the rich niggas that can actually discern all of that shit and tell you whether or not your motherfucking purse is real or not, tell you where the fuck your shoes came from. That's not necessarily a – it, it could be a gay trait, like Tracy said, about the one dude, but I've, I, but I've noticed niggas with real money will actually give a fuck about shit like that. They care. You know what I'm saying? Because they rich. And that's the same dudes that women chase after. Y'all see what I'm saying? That's what's ironic about everything that y'all saying to me as a guy. I'm going to sit here and listen to like my nigga. These women sitting here well, talking about shit. I say it's, it's going to come out. The man you're talking about that um, they really care about it, it's going to come out that they gay. <laughs> no, that's not true. It's going to come it's out eventually. No, that's not true. It's going to come out if, if anything is going to come real. out. <laughs> Like, like later on, no. But but again, Ron, I think you kind of looking at a little, just a little bit further than what. Or nobody's saying that they don't know or like to, because this is the thing. Like I know some men that 
are quite wealthy. You know what I'm saying? Rich to be black men. But right. even them, a lot of them, these the, we're not going to act like every black person with money care about designers. And I think we need to be clear on that because a lot of, there are some that really don't. There are some that will say, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know some very frugal, rich black people. You know, not all of us are that shallow, you know. And right. That, I mean, I understand that you, yeah, we, you know, we want nice things, but for some people, um, something nice is buying more land. Fuck buying these purses and all. Right. That. Oh, so we not gonna, we not gonna eat cool. We not not gonna eat all black people are that materialistic, you know. This, um, because there that. are, I do believe that, that I do believe that there are wealthy men that could care couldn't care less if the woman that he fell in love with had on some designer shoes and a real designer purse. I, I know there are plenty of black men that chose their woman based on who this woman was. You know? And yeah. if they so, have enough money, buy me one then. Right. What? <laughs> what? what? That's what you want to see me in Like all black, wealthy black men are, are that shallow. Like I don't think that they are. Right. That West Palm is starting to seep on out as the further we get into the show. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to pull it by the deal. I'm trying to pull that Detroit about the deal, but she won't let it go. And that West Palm card is people on the it coming. Listen, deal. I understand your point. I, I feel you like not all of us are like that. You feel what I'm saying? I get you. But what I'm saying is if outside of being a gay dude undercover or not, or flamboyant or not, I've I've been around dudes with money. Like real millionaires, right? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Whether they be industry dudes yes. or other people that I've met, and on, they on, care on, about they, the woman. They they care about women having on designer. Is that what, that's what you're saying? I'm telling you, they. And guess what I'm saying about those? Guess what I'm saying about those men? There there could be something else in life that's gonna show that hey, that nigga may be just a little bit lame. Just something. I ain't, so I ain't saying that, that he gay, but if a man cares that much about whether or not the woman that he's really interested in and dating and become, you know what I'm saying, having as a family, if he cares that at the moment that she met him, he he already had designer clothes on, he is, well, I don't know, you call it lame, call it foolish, call it whatever you want to call, he a little bit of that, whatever word you want to call it, but he a little bit of oh. something that ain't all the way right in his mind. All right. Right. I, I- all right. <laughs> and I find it hard to believe that they care that much because most of the time they want to be Captain Save a Hole and feel like they, they want to be Captain somebody. Save a Hole, my nigga. <laughs> that nigga you been hanging with Lane. <laughs> <laughs> so they want to be Captain Save a Hole, so they're going to try to rescue you. They want, you know, you to be the damsel in distress and feel like they saved something. <laughs> Listen, niggas get tricked. Let, let, me, let me tell you something. Let me, let me start my damn background music back up. Y'all. I need my background music. Get in my vibe. Let me turn my background music back on. Listen, man. I, and I, listen, I'm not. I'm. I'm not wealthy at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm not broke, but I'm not wealthy. You know what I'm saying? So you know, take that for how you want to take it. You know what I mean? I ain't living. I hey, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But I'm okay. I'm comfortable in life. You know what I'm saying? You know. But I feel like I feel like every guy that I've interacted with, who I know, can go five years without any money coming in and still be straight, I'm not. I can't go five years without no money coming in to be straight. But I know right, okay. a couple of guys who can go five years without having the money coming in and still 
really be straight. straight. You know, we that's know. what I think wealthy, right? Wealthy dudes. I know some of these guys, and what I'm saying is, all of them, they were not necessarily. Listen, oh, let me, let me be clear. I want to be perfectly clear. These are they're, they're men. So yes, so yes, they'll fuck a, a fine, a badass stripper hoe. Yes, they will fuck a broad that's super fine who may be driving a a, 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 a fucking Hyundai or some shit like a not a, a, a you know what I'm saying? If she's super bad, but they will they, they all shun and turn kind of sort of like eh because they because they real guarded about the money, so they they become defensive when they get around women who they feel like are broke broke. You feel what I'm saying? We they feel like just listen, them niggas be like, hey, man, I don't really want to, because at that point, the, the, the instinct, when you have money start kicking in, like, nigga, is she trying to set me up? Is she trying to get to the money? I don't know what the fuck this bitch got going on, what this whole got going on, blah, blah, blah. Excuse my language. But they start getting kind of like, eh, she look like she broke, broke, like, thought, thought, like, she really ain't, and, she, and they, and, and if they feel like you ain't to a certain level, they look at what you got, they look at materialist, that's the weird shit. And I didn't even realize it until I started having rich friends. You know what I'm saying? I didn't always have rich friends. I didn't start getting around really rich friends until my 30s. So when I started getting around rich friends and people who got money and start noticing what they noticed, now don't get me wrong, we dudes. So every now and again, when we all hanging out, tricking off at the strip club, yeah. Small waist, big booty, cute face can get it tonight. Tonight, while we're here, while we're at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> while we are tonight. No, you know? we get what you're we, we right. you saying. We totally get what you're saying, but... We get what you're saying. Them niggas be caring. And I don't think they lame or gay. Them niggas just got money. Listen, (laughs) we, right. Nobody, all we're saying is that's not every one of them. Because that's not every person that has money. So that's all we're saying. Not saying that those people don't exist. And not saying, I'm not saying that they're totally lame. But in my opinion, if a grown man (laughs) is only saying that, I don't mess with her, or 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 he believes that he is not getting a thought, or he's not getting uh, somebody that will fuck him over just as much as a woman that does not have on designer or does not care about having on designer. Then he has not all the way grown. Like it's a few things he's just, he still got to learn, or he or she, because it's women that's the same way, and we understand that. All all I'm saying is, as black people, there are bigger things. Than, than buying these designer. Oh things. hell yeah! You know what I'm saying it's way bigger things than that, and we should not we should not be somewhere deciding what determining whether or not we you know what I'm saying like like okay I'm only I'm I'm only looking at the girls that got on designer stuff. I just think that's a little foolish. So no um, no we no, have no. Other... deal deal deal. Tracy mm-hmm. Tracy, mm-hmm. let me say this. Yes, I'm here. We, we niggas. We are we're gonna always look at and possibly fuck a fine woman. Whatever the fuck she got. If she could be the broken she could be broke as hell. But it's always a possibility with let me I'm gonna be perfectly clear what I'm saying. It's always a possibility. A fine ass, broke ass woman can get the dick. Cause niggas love bad women. Right, fine right, women. Whether she got nothing or we not, it's a, it's a it's it's a genetic flaw in our DNA. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, like it's hard for us. We, on that end. We know that. You know what, I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, like Tracy was saying, most of these niggas want to save a whole man. Niggas ain't trying to, man, listen. Everybody I be around, they got bread. When they, when they talk about, when it come down to it, they they, they, they be noticing all that. And I, I'm not even, 
I'm not even that guy. I'm just saying I've real talk been around a couple of them, and they have that in common to me to the point where I just can't agree with what y'all saying because I'm like I've been around super rich niggas and them niggas be caring. Right, but you making it seem like all of them. You make it seem like all of them are, and that's not the case. So the one that you are, but because I'm telling you that I too have I know some very well off, very well off like people that could live without any income for over five years and they have had numerous conversations. We've had this conversation all day. Like we be thinking that just like like our, the, the way our people spend uh-huh. is, is showing just how wealthy they are. When in reality mm-hmm. that shit is backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like like I'm not I'm not saying don't get nice things, but if we're only determining like how much they care about nice stuff with if they're really wealthy, then like no, that's 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 not true. It's not true that all of them care because they don't all care. A lot of them do care. I agree with you. A lot of them do, but we're not going to sit here and say all of them do because I no, know can't. that they are. Uh, come on, yeah, we can't. We, we we listen, ladies. Listen, ladies. We can't say all of them anything. We can't say all black women do one thing, all black men, all rich people, whatever. I'm just telling you just my personal look. I, when, I, when, I'm talk, when I'm doing the show, I just be telling you guys the honest to God truth of my personal life experiences. So being as that I Same know here. that I've been with some wealthy people. Tracy, Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Yeah. I understand. And, and, and sometimes the men that are, like, wearing the most expensive stuff, too, sometimes they be fake because those are the broke ones out the crew. And they be oh, borrowing yeah. money from everybody else in the crew. We know that. Oh. We know that. They got to be that. We, we I. 100% I know for a fact that that's true. Period. Like, I'm not even finna sit here and debate with you about that. Yes, you're right. A lot of broke dudes be stuck. Okay? Yes, 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 yes. But what I'm saying is... Can we get, I don't, can we get back to talking about these Asian people? Because <laughs> we go in the circle. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That was the first half of the season. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We didn't come back. We didn't talk about that. You didn't... Ask, we didn't... The two of us didn't get a chance to uh, discuss really about um, us actually shopping with them. Like that. Oh, the um, calling oh, did, but we didn't. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is K100 Radio. Let's go back to the, the K100 Radio, hip hop and R&B. Let's get to the real deal. <laughs> All right. I'm going I'm to I'm dial it back. We got ratchet for a minute. That shit lasted for about 25, 26 <laughs> minutes. It's 9.26. <laughs> For about 26 minutes, I went left. I'm sorry. I just had it. <laughs> we I had a woman, to have that conversation. I had a woman from Detroit and a woman from West Palm fucking Beach on the line. I couldn't resist it. I had to, I had to go there. But we're back. We're going to get back to the show. <laughs> we're going to get back to talking about this whole situation that we started the show out about. About us patronizing these Asian shops. Our black women patronizing these nail shops. Patronizing these black beauty salons. We're gonna get back to the nature of the subject. But for twenty six minutes, you can fast forward if you just started this conversation uh at nine o'clock, you probably just skip that twenty six minutes and just come back to where we at right now. That didn't happen. All right, back so, so all right, Tracy. All right, Miss Dio. And this is K one hundred radio. I'm your host Blizzum. Thanks everybody for tuning into the show. The number to dial into the show is three four seven nine three four oh nine six six. Please call the line. I see Alicia, Apple. My homie Gator's on the over there. Over there, got a, a, a little conversation going over on the Facebook. I want y'all guys to call in. I done told y'all this show don't work unless you call in. JC's still on the line, and so is Billy Bad. 
Well, I want to hear from all these people that's got a lot to say over there on the uh, Facebook Live page. So the people that are listening on our broadcast, on our app, on our podcast, on our YouTube channel, can hear what you have to say. Because you guys are having a nice conversation on the Facebook page. But these are, Facebook is the only people that's getting that. So we need you guys to call in. 347-934-0966. Now back to deal increasing. All right? So we're going to go back and we're going to finish the show out talking about what we came here to talk about. These the, the Black people patronizing all of these Asian establishments. All right, Tracy. I'm going to start with you and I'm going to let Dia finish because she brought me back to it. All right, Tracy. At, 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 at the end of the day, and I'm going to start adding points right now. The score is Tracy 7, Dia 8. I'm going to start adding points and start tallying up again. At the end of the day, Tracy, you uh-huh. started off talking about the, the level of customer service, right, that you used, that you get yes. from one level, one shop versus the other shop, all right, which is why you tend to spend your money on one kind of shop that's owned by one kind of person as opposed to the other shop that's owned by this person. Start right there. Tell me why you feel like you spend your money with the Asians more than the black people. Is that what I decipher right? That's true. You go to nation. It's, it's you go to- true. I, I'm I'm be real, cause right, and right. I, I you know I tried to give the black owned shops a chance, and like I said, it takes too long. Then they have all that gossiping going on in there. They cutting their eyes, and it's it's a lot of you know little back stuff going on in there. Then they they already charge way more than the Asians, at least double. And then they want you to tip them on top of them. And if they don't feel you didn't give them twenty twenty five dollar tip, which is all it costs to go to the Asian shop, then they still gonna talk about you when you leave and make posts about you and, and talk about you didn't do this and you didn't do that. So I mean, the level of professionalism and I mean I'm not saying all, but the majority of them are real messy and wretched. Where you go in that Asian shop, you don't know them people, they don't know you. They might be talking about you, but you can't understand it. And um, like I said, they're trying to get you in and out. If they're ready to go, they're going to put somebody on your feet, your hands, and your eyebrows at the same time and get you out of there and ring you up and let you go. And if you do tip them, because they're so used to us not tipping, I'm just talking from my own personal experience, when you do give them some money, they are so grateful and they're happy. They're like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And not trying to talk about you and trying to um, shame you into giving them more money than they deserve so that they won't talk about you. All right, now, this is the point where I shut the fuck up because I have no idea about any of that, all right? <laughs> I'm quiet. I'm saying because this is, this is Tracy talking from her personal experiences that I cannot it's just from my experience. Because I've never, I've never ever in my life been to a nail shop. Now, all right, listen. All right, deal. Tracy, I gave Tracy a point because Tracy made, if, oh, let, let me say this. I'm giving, I gave Tracy some points because if I were a patron, I would care about the price, so I gave her a point for the price. I will also care about also um, people being quote unquote unquote messy and 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 expecting a tip, all right, um, and stuff like that. So I gave her two points because she brought up some stuff. Even though I don't get my nails done, that I care about if I were to patronize any business, any business, all right. So you heard what she had to say. Let's bring it back to you. Now, you heard the points that she made about why she chooses to patronize Asian-owned shops. What do you have to say in retort to that? Like, what do you have to say about – what do you have to say back? To I that? don't fuck with them. <laughs> I know, um, but I, I'm, I don't listen to what I'm saying. I totally understand. Um, I understand if, if people do, and I'm not judging anybody that do it. Um, 
I personally made a decision, um, you know, a little while ago that I, I would never, uh, again, the more that we're seeing today, it has made me stand by it a little bit harder, and I'm recommending it for a lot of our sisters. Uh, first off, when it comes to cost, uh, it's so many corners they cut so that they can keep that cost low, and all of those corners could end up putting us in the hospital somewhere. And the last thing we need to do with all that's going on is have another reason to go to the hospital. Most of them, when you go into their shop, when they do, you know, why they can do your eyebrows so quick and so cheap, you go into their shop and you'll see uh, the stick and the wax that's just sitting there. And they will pick that stick up. And black women, you know, because we don't know, a lot of us don't, we don't un- understand just how dangerous that is. So every time they take putting that stick, or even just with you, if, you know, they taking that stick, putting putting it on you, and then putting it back, that's contaminating that wax. So if they're doing that with every person that come in there, imagine the footballs and all that stuff. So if I have, because I, I don't personally go, I, I'll go get, like, manicure. Maybe for my birthday I'll pull acrylic on, but I'm just concerned about acrylic. Like, what exactly is acrylic? And, like, why? <laughs> like, what is this I'm putting on my body? Um, but even with that, I was um, watching an interview a while back with these women, and it was some white women, and they were talking about how, um, in a, like, they had started losing a lot of customers and stuff as well because, you know, the Asian stores are able to, like, do the nail. I mean, you know, to do a full set for under $20, but that mm-hmm. liquid, that they use when they apply applying that acrylic, so you can buy it here. You know, you can buy it here, and it's legal for people to use, but they say it's deadly pretty much. So you can buy it here, and most of them will buy like a certain brand of it that's only like forty dollars, and then other people buying the one that's not, you know, they uh, have it to our health, but that one costs about four or five hundred dollars. You know, what I'm saying to buy. So a lot of these shops are doing it for twenty dollars, twenty five dollars, and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to wonder, like, okay, well, what are, what, what are they using? But um, even outside of that, I think our, my biggest problem with them right now is globally what they're doing. Um, you know, I know, I know we mentioned earlier how we have our issues with, you know, the whole African versus African-American, our relationship is not where it needs to be. But what happened to them happens to us. Maybe it happened to them first or maybe it happened to us first. But at the end of the day, globally, these people see all Africans as Africans. A nigga is a nigga, whether he in uh, Atlanta or he in um, freaking Ghana. And what they're doing right now with Africa, like going over there, colonizing it, being the same way Europeans were, you know what I'm saying? They kind of studied what Europeans did and now saying, all right, I'm going to go over there and steal this land up from these people. And ain't no telling them now that they, you know, are that vested in Africa, how many of our people, like, about to die. And just real quick, um, I end with this. I know I've been talking a lot, but, again, this, too, is a subject that's real. You know what I'm saying? Madison. So my family, we had a gift shop in Cumberland. But, um, we, we had been in there for 18 years. And it was crazy because they had started, like, putting in all these Asian shops and everything. Everybody's selling the same cheap clothes and all that. And then we started looking up and seeing a lot of them were coming in our store, kind of like scouting out our store. So next thing we know, you know what I'm saying, we get – told basically like, oh, you got to come up with this amount of money or you got to leave. And the first thing that came to my mind was like, man, if black people, if we weren't giving them motherfuckers that much money, they wouldn't have the money to be able to go and shut down the black business. You know, so all of it kind of, all of it plays with each other. 
how much money we're giving them and stuff for them. You know, like, I just think we're giving them way too much money. We're giving them way too much money. And to know that as far as our health, they could give a flying fuck whether or not they, you know, or so I don't, I don't mess with them. I don't mess with them personally. Again, I ain't judging people, but I think once you do know, you got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And then lastly, like as far as with black, black, black owned nail salons and stuff, like it's a catch 22 kind of thing with that, because there are some of them out there that's messy and stuff, but I personally know some that are good. And I do also know the struggle that they deal with, like, you know, for them to be able to do your nails, a proper way and to disinfect everything that they use and stuff, it may take us a little more time. And even with scheduling, like, it'd be hard for them to schedule because a lot of people don't want to put down a deposit. So they're dealing with, like, all right, fuck it, I just got to keep my doors open and I got to let however many people come. If they got to wait, they got to wait because I can't get these people to put down a deposit so that I can, you know what I'm saying, guarantee that I, I do have clients. So I think that we got to start showing them a little bit more support because think about how many aspiring or how many potentially super dope young black nail techs we could have, but if they already know that, like, hey, black women don't support black nail techs, like, we're going to be stuck dealing with Asians all the time. So I think as much as they need to set that some of them need to set their clients, you know what I'm saying, like, their customer service level up, as consumers, like, we need to start treating black businesses with a little more respect and, you know what I'm saying, and being patient with them and supporting them in a way that, you know what I'm saying, that they can stay alive and that they can um, continue to create more business and stuff for us. All right. Well, all right. Well, I can't get those four or five hours of my life back. I'd rather just oh, no, I in my little hour in there and get it over with and pay my money and get out. Cause I mean, I would love to support them, but I can understand too that because they're trying to do too much and have a shop by themselves and and all that stuff to keep the doors open, they have to charge higher prices. If they would do like the Asians and come together, which we can never do as people, come together and try to support each other so we all can win. If they would do that, then they could have more clients. They could charge less because they won't have to pay for the lights, the rent, the water, and all that by themselves. They can share it like the Asians do, but we can't ever do that. So until they can but stop being so petty and backbiting and try to come together, and, and it doesn't even have to be another nail tech. One girl could do lashes. One girl could do nails. One girl could sell jewelry. One girl could do um clothes, a boutique, yep. but they can share the rent, and then that could make your prices lower so that, you know, people wouldn't mind patronizing you, and I mean, they just they just need to step it up, because unless you just have all day and really don't have a life and can sit around all day, but I can't do it, because I can't get those four or five hours of my life back. I, I have other stuff to do besides sit around with my hand in somebody's lap all day or on the table. Yeah. Right. I, I yeah. just ain't never been in one for that long. I feel you, but I, I ain't never been in one for that long. Hell no. Nice. All, right. <laughs> All right. So, listen. All right. K100 Radio, really, two really good points. Listen. You are tuned uh, in. And we got K-100 calls. We got 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 I got to say, I, I, I can understand as a man who don't have time is the one shit I don't have. Even in the middle of a even in the middle of a quarantine, I'm still freaking working. You know what I'm saying? So I still mm-hmm. don't have it. I have a little bit more time because ain't nobody throwing no events. So you don't see me out there really working the crowd with, my, with, with K100 Radio on the grind. But in between my day gig and everything else that I got going on, I still really impressed with time. So I can respect the fact that Tracy's talking about time. And she made a – I gave you some more. Right now the score is 10, 10 Tracy, 10 or 12. 
But it's close because Teresa came back and got a couple more points at the end when she broke up the fact that, you know, the Asians do work together more. And that's not, it's not just the, the Asians, the, the Hispanics. There's a lot of other cultures that even even other people of color like Jamaicans and Africans actually will, will, will come together and, and pool money more and struggle a little bit harder than uh, African, uh, quote unquote, quote unquote, African Americans. We are a little yeah. bit spoiled over here. So that is also in play. But what Dia said about the health, I cannot deny. Dia got a lot of points because when we're talking about the chemicals being used, do they really care about their patrons? Like, 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 Tracy, if you were to go into a store, I feel with a with a with a, with a black woman that that probably was that grew up in West Palm that you might have went to high school with or maybe knew or something like that right there back in the day. Maybe y'all kids played together. I just generally do agree with the fact that she would probably care more about your overall health to not do something that would willingly poison you or cross contaminate you more because she really cares about you. And I'm telling you from experience that Uh I don't think it matters because they feel like they know me so they're probably not going to sterilize their stuff. Now if somebody came in there that they might feel was questionable or something they're going to dip everything in bleach after they finish with them and they're going to be like ooh girl child so and so came in and got their nails done they might throw the stuff in the garbage and do it but if they feel like they know you and you're cool no they don't. They they don't clean nothing they use that same um, dirty nail file they've been filing everybody's nails with and use it on everybody else. Now now, in some of the um, the Asian salons that I go to, because I'm not going to one unless they open up, they sterilize everything and they put it in like a um, oven and they sterilize it and they open a brand new pack when you come in. So all your stuff has been cleaned and sterilized and they're just using it on you. But um, those black salons I went to, I never seen anybody do that. Not never. And it's the same, the same pile, the same everything they use on everybody else. It's a whole lot of Asian ones that don't do that. Because so when you go, well, I won't go to them. That's just like right, now. No, if I go somewhere no, and get some takeout food, if they don't have masks and the gloves on, I'm not gonna eat it. Because you don't care right. enough to um to protect your customers. I'm not gonna eat that. I understand, but what we not gonna what we not gonna suggest is that the Asian ones are doing the stuff properly and the black ones aren't. Like, no, I, no, no, no. I just said the ones that I've been to, I haven't seen any of them that did the sterilization to that level that I that I'm that I'm accustomed to. I I go to the ones that put everything in a clean pack and sterilize it in the little ovens, and then they take it out for each customer and use that particular pack yeah, that has yeah, already been sterilized on that customer. I'm not going to the ones where, like at the flea market or uh, Walmart, everybody and their mama going in mm-hmm. and they're just using the same stuff on everybody. No, right. Mm-mm. So that's great that you're able to, but to know that this is what they're doing in our community is what my concern is. So it's, Yeah, you know and people aren't. They're not paying attention. They don't care. So you really right. need to be aware of your surroundings and what people are doing. Like I said, especially with the food right now, with this coronavirus. It's a lot of restaurants, and you're trying to patronize them because it's a black business, but you won't even wear a mask and gloves. I, I, I mean, I, I don't even understand it, so I just keep going. I try, I mean, but I can't do it. So, Ron, let me let me say something too, though, because what I think as a black, as, as a race, we need to also address is the black consumer, because there are more than what we imagine. There are a lot of people that have tried to come together, tried to, you know, what I'm saying, just, like not all black people can get along. I we as I mentioned, we had a store where it was throughout the years, it was a total of about seven of us that came together and had a store in Cumberland Mall for 18 years. You know what I'm saying? So, like, so we yeah. can do it. It's being done a lot. But what we also need to, who we need to correct and address 
is the black consumer because there were plenty times. You know how many times people came into our store asking us, now you walking around here, you you carrying a Michael, Michael Kors bag, you you got you just went and gave Macy's or whoever all like just whatever stores we had in the mall that were more of your high end, they would come in with all of those, but then ask us if they got to pay us five. I mean, tax on five dollars. Black people out here that's selling soap toothpaste, same prices, 
theirs might not even have all of the dangerous shit that's causing us cancers. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we got to know that, like, at some point, we got to make sure that we keeping the black economic, you know what I'm saying? We got to keep that shit strong. So, and and I, I, I agree with you. I feel like we need to support our people at the same time, though. I think we need to be held up to a standard of excellence, too. I'm not going mm-hmm. to let you mm-hmm. slack off just because you're black, mm-hmm. and you're not going to use that to take my money just because you're black. You're going to give me the same professionalism. You're going to be mm-hmm. on time. You're going to give me the same... Um, you're going to give me the same product that I'm going to get yeah. from anybody else if I spend my money. And I don't mind giving you a little bit more if you give me that. But you're not going to give me, uh, um, I'm, you're going to use where I'm black. Yeah, bro, you know, because it's me, bro. No, that it's not going to cut it with me anymore. I might uh-huh. let you do it a couple of times. I know you're just starting out, but you're just not going to slack off. I think you everything you do, you need to do 100%. Do the best job that you can. So um, yeah, I'm I, not, I totally you know, taking me to your I Yeah, I, I try every day. I ain't telling people, people don't be stupid just to say you supporting black. 
I ain't saying right. no support. And that, that's all I'm people. saying. But but all you're not just gonna be taking my money because you really I want my product and I want I want it done right correctly, or at least you made the attempt to do it correctly. Don't cuss me out and talk about me and switch it around me. Oh, I got another good example: food. So my sister cashed out the boy the money ahead of time. I went out there to pick it up. He's fixing everybody else's plates but hers. Then he says, oh, I may have enough left to make her a plate. So you mean to tell me she cashed out you two hours ago, and you going to scrape up the scraps at the bottom of the pot and get her? Are you serious? Right. Oh, yeah. No, it's a okay. lie. We can, all, we can go horror stories. Shout out. All right, because I only got <laughs> All right, listen. I, listen, I told you guys once it started rolling, I was gonna sit back and because I have no, no input on that particular part. I just wanted to hear two women from one from Detroit living in Atlanta, another one from uh, Florida, West Palm, talk about it. Yes, my, my, home, my homie over there on the uh, Facebook live page, uh, Facebook live page, throwing up popcorn emojis. I'm sitting here doing the same thing, sitting here like, yeah. So let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, without without uh, area code three three seven five seven eight. I'm going to come to your phone line right now. Uh, there was a 678 number I was trying to get to, but it was just too good. But let me say this before I go to the phone lines, ladies. Here's the thing. Both of you had really valid points. I understand Tracy on this. On, and with, I'm not, it has nothing to do with just nails. Like you, this could be food. This could be a lawn service. This could be a barbershop. This could be what the fuck ever. All right? A, 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 people are going to patronize. Where they feel like they appreciate it and get and get the good quality for the price they're paying, and also at the same time, we gotta learn how to fuck with our folks. We can't be have, we can't be coming up with this bullshit pre preconceived uh, notions about every time you deal with niggas, it's some bullshit. No, we gotta give everybody a shot, give everybody a shot, a chance to, to prove themselves. Just because one fucking black nail shop was there ten years ago, or last month, or six months, if you see another new black nail shop, if you got time. Run up in there, pull up in there, see what they're about. See what that new restaurant is about. See what that new business is about. Because all of us, like Dia said, ain't the same. But at the same time, like Teresa said, goddamn it, ain't nobody got time for the fuck shit. Point blank. All right, this is K100 Radio. <laughs> you are tuned to the K100 Radio. All right, I'm going to mute my ladies. Ladies, don't y'all go nowhere because I got to let y'all sign off as my special guest. All right, but we on the we, we coming up on the clock now. Area code 337-578. What's up? Who's this? It's Apple. Hey, Liza. Hey, what's going on, Apple? Thank you for uh, tuning in this whole time. We're running up on the clock now. We're getting ready to ride it out. But uh, please, whatever you want to say. First of all, uh, all right, we got to so. hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a close debate. Tracy got ten. Dia got thirteen right now. Oh, overall, who are you siding with over all of this? Dia or Tracy? Which one? Right, right now, I gotta go with Dia. Okay. All right, so that's one more extra point for Dia. Now go ahead and say what you got to say real quick. Run it down. Okay, so I'm, I honestly feel where both of these ladies are coming from. I feel where Tracy coming from where you have non-professional black people that you do have. But at the same time, not every black person is like that because I deal with a lot of black-owned businesses. I feel like this if I'm not appreciating what this person is doing for me, then I'm going to go and find somebody else that's going to do it for me. I don't mind right. tipping. I don't mind giving. I don't mind paying for my service. Now, I feel where they are coming from also because, I mean, you have to support your black-owned business. If you're going to spend $10,000, $20,000 on designer stuff, you can 
put that in yourself. You can invest in yourself. You can build your house from the ground up. You can take and you can start your own business with that same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, everybody not cut out just to run a business. Let's let's start there. Air, air, just because oh, you yeah, got the money, you know, I got some local. You are qualified to run a business, and that's and you know what I want to I want to just hit on that real quick. Everybody can't. Everybody can't do everything. I think I, I'll say this about our people. I feel like our people, all right, have a real bad issue with feeling like because they saw somebody else come up off of it, that they can do it too. We have a lot of people opening up food trucks and salons and barbershops and all that because either our, our people, not all of our people, dear, not all of our people, but I've seen time and time again people look at the success another black person has, if they came up doing something and feel like I can do it too. Oh, I can open me a nail spot. But you really don't really fucking really do nails. And you really not you really don't have a business acumen. Yeah, you you you, you can cook, but you're really not really good at inventory. You're not good at you're, you're not good at customer service. So yeah, maybe you can throw down in the kitchen, but are you gonna be that person that says somebody paid somebody cash out me two hours ago? And I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna make sure I don't have their food when they pull up, or are you just gonna get all the money that's coming up because you're so money hungry because you got into the business for the money instead of loving to do what you do? Now, with that being said, that's just that's just something that I've noticed about our people. A lot of us kind of sort of quote unquote dick ride success. All right, we dick ride success to the point where we see another black person came up off of it, so we feel like fuck that we can do it too. So we go try and do it too, but we really ain't them. We really ain't as good as them. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm not saying we're not good as other Asians. I'm talking about other black people. You feel what I'm saying? So I understand that point, but I think both of them have valid points. You just got to find that common ground. You've got, to, you've got to be that business. If you're a black person, if you're a black person that owns a business, you have to be that business that provides quality, quality product. Whatever it is you do, you need to be good at it, number one. You need, to, you need to be a competitive. You need to have competitive pricing, number two. Because that's what business is. You need to be able to compete with other businesses for the money. So you need to have competitive pricing. Okay? All right? And you need to make sure that you are a professional, a constant professional. At the same time, I'm going to throw these shots too. At at us as the black people as patrons. You feel what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we also have to make sure that we patronize our businesses with with not, not necessarily putting up with more shit just because they're black. I am not going to put up with your bullshit just because you're black. I'm not. If I come in, and matter of fact, when you black, I need you to represent, fam. I need you to represent. Real talk. I need you to represent. Because I'm pulling up in your establishment, you black, I'm ready to spend my dollars with you. I, I, it's, it's almost, I, it's bad. Slick feel like you need to be better than the rest of them at what you do. Even though I'm not going to say that you need to be better from every aspect, but I need for you to respect the fact that I came in shop. And I need to come in there with an the attitude like, I'm here to shop with you. It's a, everybody say whatever, whatever, whatever you want to name it is a two-way street. Respect is a two-way street. Love is a two-way street. So as consumer, all right, as patron versus business, it has to be a two-way street with our people. We have to get on one accord. You understand what I'm saying? And we have to make sure that when we pull up to your business, that we're ready to spend these monies, spend this money based on what we're getting. At the same time, what you're giving me need to be 
100. It needs to be quality. It needs to be um, at, a, at, a, at a good price match. It, it needs to be professional. All right? And I get all of that. So I feel like both of these you can talk on and on all day about this. And I could just tell you I don't get my nails done, but I can tell you as a black male, I try to do my best to patronize black businesses. But there are a lot of reasons why I can't patronize certain black businesses. And it's because they don't operate in my area where I'm at for what I need. And I don't have the time. Just like Tracy don't have four hours to sit in the chair. I don't got time to drive way over to the other side of town to get this one thing that I need. And I need it right now today. And I, and this other business is literally up the street location. Time is a factor money, but I want to, I want to say that I never go into the situation saying, I'm expecting this black person or black business to give me the hookup. That's what we're not going to do. We're not finna fucking do that with our people. We're not finna walk in there expecting the hookup. That shit is dead. That shit is over. All right? Some of us do work together. Some of us don't. All right? We need to do better on that end. But at the same time, if you can come together with another black person and build something that's dope and build something that's great, we need to pull up and patronize those people as much as we can. All right, ladies. Listen, it's 10 o'clock. I'm on the clock. I got to get up out of here. Thank you, Apple, for calling in. But we was running up on the clock. And I went I, and I was running out of time, but I really appreciate you calling in and, and talking on the, on the on the Facebook feed. I got to wrap it up. I'm going to open the phone lines back up real quick, and I'm going to let Tracy, Tracy, I'm going to give you one minute to go ahead and tell everybody, you know what I'm saying, how they want to, if they want to rock with you, if you got anything going on, you know what I'm saying, just go ahead and tell everybody what you got popping, uh, Tracy, and just let them know if you got any kind of, if you got a business or anything that you want people to patronize or whatever you got, just go ahead and give it to them, and then I'm going to go to deal, and we're going to wrap it up. Go ahead, Tracy. Okay, hi, yeah, this is Tracy Taylor. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And um, I have a business on Poshmark where I resell clothing. I also have a business called Hoodies where I sell hood-themed T-shirts and uh, sweatshirts with, um, from the hood from our hood theme in Palm Beach. And my son also has a business, Jeremy Shoes, and he sells slushies with candy on top. So um, look us up and like all our pages and hit me up, uh, Tracy Taylor or Pretty Pretty Posh from Palm Beach for my um, clothing line. Thank you. All right. And you go ahead, Dia. Hey, y'all. So I am Miss Dia. I, um, I'm a spoken word artist and poet here in Atlanta. Um, this weekend, I actually, we're doing the Tamika Festival, which is an annual festival here in Atlanta that brings out all type of comedians, poets, singers, everybody. But we have, you know, like a virtual festival this year. So if you would, please follow me at Pretty Dope Dia, Dia spelled D-I-A. And uh, I also take cigar boxes and I turn them into like stash boxes and purses and stuff. So I'm doing a Mother's Day sale. Y'all want to get your mama something real cute and custom. Um, but other than that, you know, holla at me also. Um, then I do a radio show here in Atlanta too. So if any of you have independent music or uh, if you have a business you want to, you know, get interviewed, we do a show here in Atlanta on uh, 89.3 FM. And um, yeah, we'd love to, you know, have y'all off. So just, I'm on Instagram at Pretty dope, Dia, yeah. and thank y'all, thank y'all so much. Thank you, Tracy. Uh, I appreciate the conversation. Thank you, you know, Blizzard, for having me on here. And uh, y'all, let's keep this thing going. 
<laughs> All right. Shout out to Miss Dia. Make sure you check out on 89.3, man. I've actually been up there to the show. I went up there with my homie, uh, Lalo, uh, when we did the uh, when the story before the Glory uh, movie came out. And we went up there and we talked about that uh, with Lalo and uh, the star of the show, uh, the star of the movie. Uh, it was a really great interview. I actually shared that. Um, I, I, I have that archive somewhere, but I actually shared it on um, a little bit on social media, some of the clips. But uh, I wish I would have recorded it, too, though. But that was a really uh, dope interview that we did over there, 89.3, yeah. on uh, on as a show so uh, i'm looking forward to you know one day coming back over there and chopping it up with you guys uh, I, 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 yeah i love 89.3 you guys are really dope over there so uh at some point i know we'll hook back up all right dear for sure thank you all right all right listen and that's a wrap for us man listen you are tuned to the k100 radio hip-hop and r&b all right, K100, you bad i really appreciate tracy and i really appreciate um you know, I really appreciate Tracy and I really appreciate Dia for coming on to the show. Uh, it was really, I, I felt like I got exactly what I wanted to get um, out of the broadcast tonight as far as this uh, points of view go. Listen, if you guys are listening to this broadcast right now live, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, if you guys are listening to this show over there on our uh, mobile app, uh, we do have an app for uh, iPhone and Android. Uh, the mobile apps are just basically a quick way for you to access the show and you can Bluetooth it up. But our uh, website, uh, it doesn't it doesn't take as much processing power or it's not as much of a hassle. It plays in the background. Um, so, you know, you can, it's kind of like if you download our app, you can listen to K1 Radio, just Bluetooth it up and throw it in your car, keep it rolling. But also you can um, just go to K100Radio.com and uh, there's a player that soon, especially if you're on your phone, it's right there. Just click play. So uh, K100Radio.com. And if you need the link to download the mobile apps for your iPhone or your um, Android, you can go to K100Radio.com. Click the page that says mobile apps, and it'll take you straight directly. Uh, whatever phone you got, it'll read what you got and take you straight to the App Store or to the Google Play Store uh, so you can download the mobile apps. Um, again, if you miss any parts of this uh, particular broadcast, you can catch it on our YouTube channel on replay. Uh, the show will be also posted on our Spotify podcast, uh, also on our SoundCloud page. If you're a SoundClouder, we'll have it over there. All right. Um, again, thank you guys for uh, tuning into the show. I really appreciate it. This was another episode of Points of View. We're going to keep this thing rolling, man. Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. I plan on, you know, bringing us back to where we were before I kind of slacked off on these talk shows over here at K100 Radio. And we dove all the way into the music industry, but we're still in the music industry. If you go to the website, we're still featuring artists. Illa Kill is still popping. We're still doing interviews. We're still 24-hour music. But we're going to get back on our talk show shit. We're going to talk our shit. And so our talk segments are going to ramp back up, man. This is only the fourth one. This is the fourth week. We started right back at the beginning of April. This is only episode four of our talk shows, but we're going to definitely set it all the way back off. We got a little bit ratchet tonight. It's going to get way more ratchet. All right? Thank you guys for tuning in to k One's Radio. I'm your host, Blizzard. Uh, Back to the broadcast. All right? We out. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and r and Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. K100, you bad one. What's good? It's Chelsea Channing, publisher of Making It Magazine. Here to let all my independent artists, producers, and DJs know about MakingItMag.com. Not only are we Atlanta's number one magazine for the urban music industry, but we're a national platform that provides real opportunities, real exposure, and real industry connections. Just log on to MakingItMag.com. Sign up for your membership and start submitting music to get booked on major shows, magazine features, radio interviews, sponsorships, and more great opportunities. That's MakingItMag.com. Doing dope stuff for dope artists. Ten years strong.
The hottest hip-hop and R&B mixes on K100 Radio. Hip-hop, 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 h